Welcome to the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I'm here all by myself to talk about a really practical topic. So how to get teens interested in writing. So, you know, some teens are born loving to write. They write because they have fun with it. Some of them love writing stories or poetry. Some even love writing research papers or some even like essays. However, not all of them do. There are a large number of teens who just don't like writing at all. And that is understandable. Like, you know, there's not one kind of teen and it is not a character flaw to not like writing. Unfortunately, though, teens have to do writing in order to graduate, and also they need to be able to write in order to be successful in life, because no matter where they're going in life, they are going to end up writing something. (laughs) It's just going to happen. So let's get teens interested in some writing. So we're going to talk about this specific kind of teen who just is so reluctant. They don't like writing and writing doesn't make sense. Why do they have to do that? It's like our teens who say, "What? when am I ever gonna use algebra? So we're gonna do some things that help inspire teens to find the use of writing or at least to find some enjoyment in writing, you know, some, some fun writing. So let's, let's talk about some ways that we have found um, with our, our teens that haven't liked writing um, and, and some of those within our own families, but also, um, you know, some of those that we've advised over the many years uh, who've helped find a spark, you know, learn, learn that they can uh, like writing well enough to do what they've got to do. All righty. So let's start with something really really practical. Almost all teens at some point in life are going to have to do a resume. It's it's just going to show up at some point or the other, you know, when they start looking online on Indeed or wherever they go and they have to upload a resume, you know, even even inexperienced workers will often need some kind of a resume. So one of the best writing projects that you can give a teen, even early on, um, is to start an experiential resume. And so what, what an experiential resume concentrates on is not paid jobs because not all teens have had paid jobs. You know, some of them have babysat or mowed lawns or run errands or dog sit or something like that. Um, but they haven't really had many paid jobs. So they need a resume that shows who they really are um, without that, you know, like official employment kind of thing. So an experiential resume helps teens capture the things that they're about and have shown that they can work hard. So we, we include um, things like service work, service projects, missions trips, um, competitions, areas of interest where they've gotten involved in groups or community activities, sports teams, 
Um, so things like that shown kind of a continuous involvement of any flavor. And they put those on a, a, a resume format, but they put experiences instead of jobs, you know. And so one of the ways you can work with your teens is, you know, Seven Sisters Homeschool has a very inexpensive how to do an experiential resume um, download. And so you can just go to the store. I'll put links in the show notes, you know, experiential resumes. Same thing with cover letters. Let's say you've got a teen who wants to uh, apply for a specific job early on. You know, they, they need to be able to, to write a cover letter if they're initiating the process or they're sending a resume. And so to do a really simple, basic cover letter, um, some sisters has a download for that also because you know, we've, we've run into enough of that with our teens. They, they needed kind of a format, a way to, to know what to put on there. So you can download that. I'll put links in the show notes. So when teens do something really practical like that, um, they find that, uh, you know, they can't escape writing. <laughs> it's going to have to happen in some form or another. Um, you can extend that some with some practice um, you know, filling out, you know, the uh, applications for a job. And uh, that's a kind of writing. Um, so it may not count as an essay or anything, but it's putting pen to paper or filling out an online form and, you know, how you persevere through that. So it's a, a kind of writing. Okay. All right. So let's, let's say um, that, that teens, have to get ready for the real world and need some other skills for writing. And especially thinking about teens as they get up towards junior or senior year, and they're going to be going into the community, into the workforce, into real life, college or no, you know, like whether or not they're going to be going off to college. And a, a lot of them are going to need some specific kind of short form writing skills that are it's just going to need to happen here and there, not always. And so what we found our teens running into, we have captured the how to do it in a thing called professional writing bundle. So it's seven sisters. I'm not trying to do too many shameless plugs, but really, this is what we run into with our teens. So they've had to write things like a business letter. Um, and you know, that's if they're in business for themselves, if they're working in a bigger organization, every once in a while, they have to write a letter. I mean, it's an actual letter, like an email kind of letter or, or a written letter that you put in the snail mail, but usually an email letter, but it needs to be in an official business format. All right. So teens need to know how to do that. Um, so we put these these kinds of things in our professional writing bundle. So it's very simple, so that that our teens can do it. Um, but they're 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 armed with what they need for in real life. How to write a letter of complaint? You know, to send an email that gets them what they need um, in a, a situation where they have a complaint. Um, how to write an organizational newsletter? You know that that is going to happen in. Um, churches, in service groups, in um, different kind of business settings. Somewhere along the line, uh, teens will often be part of a team that, that is putting together some kind of a newsletter 
that that comes, you know, usually these days out on email, but uh, there's a way of going about that that makes it easy. Um, some teens will end up in organizations that take minutes and it's a really good skill to have a basic hand on how to take minutes, even if they don't use it much. How to write advertising copy and press releases. A lot of our teens are going to be entrepreneurs. Our work is part of a team in a small business startup, and they need some basics of advertising copy. And so we've got that in the bundle. Um, a product review, how to write that, like a lot of our teens are doing reviews and uh, they, you know, a lot of young people go and on Instagram or other places <laughs> to, you know, reviews and, um, and get attention, you know, social media wise. Um, so writing a book review or any kind of a product review, we've got a how to on how to do that. Um, one thing that is really helpful, especially for our teens who are going into the entrepreneurial area, is how to write how-to instructions. Um, and so we got that. One thing that a lot of our teens are going to need, whether they want to or not, is to be able to write their professional bio. They might need it for an application or uh, some kind of a group they're part of or on a website they start, but they're gonna need some kind of professional bio to tell them how to do that. Um, for, for teens who may be in a situation like entrepreneurship or in a service organization, they might end up doing a quick expository speech sometime, you know, something off the cuff. And so we tell them how to do that. And I'll tell you, that happens. That happens, so so-and-so, can you say a word about and so if they've got some skills ahead of time, they don't have a panic attack when they're, they're called on unprepared, you know, just to say something. And then many of our teens, especially those that are more entrepreneurial or in a service industry, a project proposal and an abstract. Um, so those, these are in our, our writing bundle. Like these are things that, that teens who don't love writing, these are life skills things. And sometimes when you give them something practical, like, when will I ever need to write? Um, here are some things that they probably will run into sometime or the other that, that you can use with them. And uh, they will actually be prepared for life and not be complaining too much <laughs> about it. All right. So that's the serious stuff. But, you know, let's think the other way around. You know, maybe teens haven't found out that writing is fun or it can be fun. So, you know, the, the, a lot of times teens, if they find a fun thing to write, they're going to discover that they can write and it's, it can be really, really interesting. And so one of the things that we discovered is that a lot of our teens, when they got to high school, had been doing some really serious, you know, like um, English language arts curriculum through elementary and, and middle school. Um, but the writing was not much fun. And so they, they, they found it burdensome and uninteresting. So what uh, with a lot of our teens we did is kind of like go back to the drawing board, you know, back to square one and start with some really simple writing projects that are short. So they're not like spending endless hours on it. Um, but absolutely 
fun, you know, like bordering on silly sometimes. Um, and so one of the things that we have done with the teens is pull it all the way back and do some really simple, fun poetry, you know, couplets, like two line poems, um, little short ditties that, that are, are silly and nonsensical. Like uh, I, I can remember one of my kids, he was a little bit younger, but we were just doing silly poetry in, in our co-op. And he wrote something like, I do not like Pepto-Bismol. When I drink it, I feel dismal. It is pink and gooey, and I take it when I feel ooey. Um, so, you know, like, that's, that's just silly and nonsensical. And you know what? When he wrote it, he got a kick out of it. It was kind of funny. And, and to this day, I remember it because it was just fun and silly. And sometimes when you give teens a chance to be silly, then it's not as threatening. So for years and years, I taught creative writing at our homeschool group classes. And I can remember a lot of times I'd have young men who were definitely headed for the, the workforce. So, so young men who are interested in HVAC or to become a firefighter, and they were really, you know, going in that direction and saw themselves as bad writers and that writing would be uninteresting. But because they were in our area, um, you know, li lived in the Delaware, Maryland area, they needed certain kinds of writing towards graduation. So poetry was one of them. And uh, so we, we made it fun. And so we pulled it back and started with silly couplets and silly ditties and taught them the fun word usage. And you know what? Every single young fella that I worked with, even if they thought they weren't going to be writers and didn't like writing, they found out if you can laugh with it, that it's not bad. And so that's why we have Seven Sisters curriculum. And we start our poetry. So there's several years of poetry curriculum, but they're short units, like just a few weeks long. And the lessons are short. And they start, I mean, you teach real poetry skills, but in a way that's very, very lighthearted so they can truly, truly learn that they can write. Another thing we did that absolutely has won some young people over is um, doing some short story writing that is absolutely fun and meaningful to them. And so what we did is you know, pull the requirements back, make it basic, but make it meaningful and fun. So um, one, one year, the first year, we usually have teens do a family narrative. So they take a story from their family, like every family has some kind of story. And, you know, very often it's funny. Sometimes it's sad. You know, like I, we, our family, when we sit around with the in-laws, they talk about way back in the old days, the Tillman family had an outhouse before there was indoor plumbing. And uh, one day uh, at night, you know, somebody had gone out to the outhouse and they carried a candle out with them and they forgot to blow out the candle and the outhouse burned down overnight. So they woke up you know, during the night to see flames and it was the outhouse. And they joked about what the headlines in the local little town newspaper were going to be. Tillman Toilet, total loss. And uh, every time that family told that story, everybody would laugh and laugh and laugh about that, how absolutely silly it was. And uh, so, but a written version of that is just hilarious. It's just so silly. So what we've done with teens is teach them 
step-by-step in very short lessons so that in just a very short period of time, in chunks, they can write about a family event that's happened to them. And uh, it's a memorable keepsake. And, you know, it's a way to get even with the siblings if they did something mean or whatever. But they, they, it's inspiring because it's lighthearted and fun and everybody's got family stories. Then the next year, we usually have them do a tall tale. And so, you know, you guys remember tall tales like Paul Bunyan and Pecos Bill and, you know, the, the old time where people would sit around and t- just spin yarns, you know, about wild and crazy things like riding a tornado or chopping down a whole forest or whatever. Tall tales were a way Americans amused themselves for, you know, centuries. And so that to teach teens a real short tall tale, um, but it teaches them character development and dialogue and, and all kinds of fun stuff. So if you give them a tall tale to do, it's not serious. It's so silly that they can relax and just have fun with it. And they don't realize how many skills they're learning, especially when you give them a lighthearted format that has daily lessons, chunk, 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 chunk. And we're not sitting there beating them over the wrist over, you know, like our punctuation at this point. Um, And they learn that, you know, in an editing process toward the end of a study guide with a rubric and all that. All right. In our last year of official short story writing with Seven Sisters, we've learned by experience that one of the best things we can do is teach them how to write myth fantasy. And we have them do not a whole novel because who wants to do that if they're a reluctant writer, but to do a short, short, short story. But they learn how to do the backstory of a story and then do maps and invent people groups and describe those and follow the format that J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis did in their myth fantasy stories so that they get kind of a rhythm of how, like this is the way the story goes. Um, you know, this, this happens first, this happens first, and there's a climax, there's the denouement. And they learn these things and squish it all into a fast-moving five-page story in chunks, little chunks, little bit at a time. And every time I have had a reluctant writer do one of those short stories, they have gotten so excited about it. So again, I'm not trying to do shameless plugs, but really this uh, Seven Sisters curriculum was developed to inspire and, and help teens who love writing build on their skills. But to the teens who don't love writing, to, to gain some joy and confidence in their writing. So they can go very, very practical and they can go in joyful ways. Also then lastly, is really good for teens to do some kind of report or research writing and some essay writing. So some serious writing. They're not gonna be writing essays if they're not college bound, but it's, it's a good way to capture thoughts digest them and spit them out because if they can write it, they can explain things better as adults. And, you know, in our culture, we need to be able to clarify our thoughts and say things in a clear way and and not just be emoting, you know, just like stuff coming out of our mouths or talking somebody else's bullet points. We want to be able to digest our own thoughts and know why we think our thoughts and be able to say them 
And essay writing is a way to train our brains to do that. And so we, in Seven Sisters curriculum, we take them through little short five paragraph essays and short lessons. The point being teaching them to digest thoughts, say them out in a coherent way, and then research papers or reports. Um, we have a freebie that helps teens write a, just a basic report. You know, you remember the kind you wrote when you were like in middle school. And uh, for teens who's never written any kind of research, it's uh, just a little freebie they can download and y'all can work together on how you do some basic research and how you capture the information in a short, short, short paper. And then we take them when they're ready, step by step through actual research papers. So very simple format papers like the APA or more opinion-based papers like MLAs. And we bring them into like how to choose a topic, how to do an outline in short, short lessons. And those, those tend to be guides that take you know, about 10 weeks to get through, but they get an actually well done, well researched, well thought out, well formatted. So they get a, a sense of power. Hey, I can do research on valid places. You know, I know how to look for a valid website. I know how to find a valid bit of information at the library, you know, something that is not just goofball that, you know, Uncle George invented. They know how to not plagiarize. They know how to, uh, you know, capture good information and then digest it and use it. So it's a discipline that if you, especially if you wait till later in the year where they've got some basic fun and confidence out of the way or had some practical writing, you add a little bit of essay writing and research paper writing, and you will actually have a team that they may not love writing, but they will be interested in their own skills in writing and then be hopeful about the process as they graduate and go on into the real world. Just that make sense? Okay. All right. So that's like, I'm putting a bunch of links in the show notes. And I, I think that you will find it useful for teens who just haven't been interested. They didn't know they could be interested in writing. And I think that you'll find that, that they really can enjoy it. All righty. So if you've got any questions or want to know about other people's experiences with their teens and how they got them interested in writing, Throw a question up in the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group. So that's the number seven, Sisters Homeschool, all squished together in one word. And uh, you know, see what the other seven sisters uh, are saying and the things that have worked for them. Because we're all in this together and we need to support each other and share ideas in the richness of what our teens have been through and the things we've learned as parents and going through the homeschool process with our kids. All righty. Well, thanks for being here today. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We'll see you next week at 8. Thanks, Seth Tillman, for editing.